one thing I've learned is no two people who have a disability have the same problem or challenge. You've just heard from Rob James, executive sponsor of win for youth at the ADECA Group, speaking about disability access in the workplace. Welcome back to Future of Work Conversations, a podcast all about the intersection of human talent and leadership in the shifting world of work. In this episode, Mr. James speaks with Sarah Cheney, Global Head Talent Experience, Inclusion and Wellbeing and People Analytics at the ADECA Group about what it means to be a person with a disability in the workplace and what employers and employees can do to make the workplace more accommodating. Let's dive in. Thank you so much for joining us today, Rob. We're, we're great, really grateful to have you with us. And we're here to talk about how we can become more inclusive in the workplace for people with disabilities. Um, so perhaps we could start with your story um, and the experiences that you have gone through, if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about that. Sure. So, um, so I've been, let, let's start with the best bit. So I've been married for 35 years. I have two uh, grown-up daughters um, I've spent a long career uh, in information technology, uh, working at uh, starting with Xerox, Procter & Gamble, uh, Novartis, and uh, the last five years at Deco, uh, all of them leaders in their respective fields. And uh, four years ago, actually, on a win for youth, uh, a triathlon, um, I had a bit of bad luck and I had an accident on my bike which was very serious. Um, I hit a, a brick at a wall at about 50 kilometers an hour, um, but fortunately survived it, but it left me paralyzed uh, from the waist down. So, so a, a life-changing event mm-hmm. for me, uh, one with many, many challenges, but a, a new purpose for me now, you know, in terms of uh, our focus today is how can we help people um, with spinal cord injuries, um, both in, in the, the workplace and employment, but also in terms of their caregivers, which is a real challenge as well. So uh, so new motivation and, and a new impact, not what I expected, but uh, nevertheless, one that's very rewarding. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, you know, we've, we've all heard your story and it's absolutely an incredible story. Um, and to hear how you have, you know, grown from that ever since. And and when we talk about disability inclusion um, across the workplace, but also governments and societies, um, you know, in your opinion, are we improving enough here? Have we made enough progress? And um, what can we do to do more? That's a big question. Um, <laughs> it is. And, you know, I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm not the right person to lecture anyone. Um, you know, speaking from experience, I think we can say there are many things, there's a lot of progress that's been made the last five, 10 years, which is good, okay? Um, is it perfect? No. But can it ever be perfect? No, it can't. And, um, and so I think that there are many things today that we see, uh, depending on the country you're in and the company that you're in, where we can say, yes, the, the general direction is good. Um, there is more that we can do. Um, but we shouldn't kid ourselves that we'll solve every problem for people with disabilities. You know, if there's one thing I've learned is no two people who have a disability have the same problem or challenge, mm-hmm. okay? No two disabilities are, are, are the same. And, um, and I think this is something that we, we sometimes take, take for granted. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's good progress being made, but, yeah, more to do. 
Absolutely. I think there's always more to do in, er- in every topic, for sure. Um, and from your perspective, you know, what are the key things that companies can do to drive more inclusion for people with disabilities? Well, I, I, I think that's an interesting question. Um, certainly, right. I, I think the question around opportunities for employment and it's, it's a more complicated challenge than it would seem. Um, but nevertheless, I think providing opportunities for people with employment is, is in, incredibly important. And, uh, and I think then once people are in the workforce, um, people that have disabilities, um, it's, it's just trying to help make an environment where they can contribute of their best and they feel comfortable. Mm, yeah. right? Easy to say, but trust me, right? Not, not so easy to do. Very challenging. And, and, and actually growing on that point more, you know, we speak about organizational structure and systemic change that we can can drive. But from an individual perspective, you know, if we think about our colleagues and our peers in the workplace, what can we do at an individual level um, okay. to support? Um, again, I think that's that, 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 that's a great question. Um, there's no magical thing, right? And I think the difficulty today is we try and solve every single problem that every single person with a disability has, and it's infinite. Um, you know, what I've learned uh, through my personal experience is I think it's about familiarity and it's about dialogue. So it's about getting to know somebody, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm the same person I was before my accident as I am right now. You know, those people who know me really well will, mm-hmm. will, t- will tell you that's error. But, um, you know, when we have people in the, in the workplace and uh, they have disabilities, all problems that anybody may experience are manageable if there's an open dialogue mm-hmm. and if there's a caring. Okay? And for that to happen, I believe you have to be familiar. And, um, you know, if I may uh, have a lovely story... Um, I had a physio I used to go through before my accident that I now go to afterwards. Mm. And, um, and he has a young boy who's 10 years old, Jean-Luc. And uh, I remember right, being on the physio table and, you know, I'm paralyzed from the chest down. And this little boy walks in and he walks straight up to me and he looked me in the eye and he said, Hoi, you know, in Swiss German, what happened to you? Mm. And, and I couldn't believe this. You know, it's, it was like, and, you know, for me, it was like, great, well, this is what happened to me, Jean-Luc, my terrible German. <laughs> and, uh, and then I said to his dad, I said, wow, I've, I've not experienced that. And, you know, when I was a little boy, I would never have gone up to somebody with a wheelchair and said, hello, and leave alone, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, how did that happen? And he said, look, I've just taught him since he was a little boy that if he sees somebody on the street and he wants to know what happened, go and ask them. And he doesn't worry about that right now. And I think that's that's kind of part of what it's all about. It's being able to go up to someone and and try and make a connection. And uh, maybe that person doesn't want to talk to you, mm-hmm. but you have that right with, with people who are not disabled. Absolutely. Okay? And so I think it's just reaching out and trying to make a connection. And uh, many people ask me, you know, sometimes, do you need help, Rob? No, oh, I'm fine, thank you. But there are times where I really do need help and I have to acknowledge that. And so it's, um, I think we all right, and, and uh, I, I could have, I wish I did this better before my accident to try and make more of a connection. And, and 
you know, get to know people. Mm. And then when that happens and you can have a dialogue, any problem is, you know, solvable. Absolutely. And I, I think that is so important. And this, this topic of dialogue, I think, is something, I mean, it's why we're having this conversation today, to open up that dialogue and to encourage more people to join that dialogue. Um, and one of the things we, we often hear um, from people very honestly is that sometimes they're scared to join that dialogue and mm-hmm. to demonstrate that curiosity in case they say the wrong thing or ask the wrong question and um, unintentionally offend. What would be your advice to them? How, how would you encourage them to participate in that dialogue, maybe make a mistake? You know, what are the things that you would advise them to do? Yeah, you know, um, as, as I mentioned earlier, um, before my accident, yeah, I'm almost ashamed to say I would not deliberately go up to somebody and um, have the courage to ask them, hey, you know, how are you doing or um, what happened to you for exactly what you know, the reason you said, you know, do they want to talk? You know, would I offend them? And, uh, and of course, now I'm on the other side of the fence. You know, I, I have a perspective that's somewhat different. Um, but, it's, but it's interesting, right? You, you know, what, what, what you don't realize you know, um, I mean, I used to manage quite large organizations and um, uh, I had one guy in a wheelchair in the US and uh, he reached out to me after my accident. And I said to him, I said, hey, look, you know, I mean, people have given me uh, a lot of pats on the back uh, f- for efforts around diversity, inclusion, particularly with women in technology, mm-hmm. which, you know, has been a problem. And, you know, of course, I feel good about that. And we've come a long way, still more to do. Um, but I said, you know, I wish I'd done more about disability inclusion. I just didn't know anything about it. and I didn't feel comfortable. And he said, Rob, you know, he said, you had me in your organization. And every time I came to Basel, you always said hello. Mm. And he said, you don't understand that small gesture, how important that was. And, you know, in, in reflecting on that, yeah, I wish I did a lot, lot more. But it's just around connecting, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we can do a, a lot more on is people with disabilities are people. And uh, some of them have a good day, they have a bad day like, like us all. You have to have the courage to reach out. And the one thing I can say is when you do that, whether it's a really small thing or whether it's great, you will feel better yourself. Mm-hmm. I promise you, right? And, uh, you know, I have a lot more connection today now with people with disabilities. It's, it's very natural. I have some, you know, really very interesting friends, you know, from all walks of life who, um, you know, uh, some of the examples of how they had their accidents or became disabled um, are, are quite interesting. But, um, but they're all people. Mm-hmm. And they all they all have their own superpowers, right? Which is, is a whole other uh, topic. Uh, people with disabilities have to be very resilient to survive, and that is a superpower Indeed. that, especially in the workplace, can be really tapped into to great effect. Of many examples, I love that absolutely. And every act, no matter how small, makes a difference. Of course. Um, so finishing up then, and, and finally getting your thoughts. Um, what are the key takeaways you would have for people listening to this conversation? What are the what is the one or two things you would like them to take away from this conversation? Yeah, um, I think n- number one, um, if you get the opportunity, try and reach out, in even if it's in a really small way. If there's somebody in the workplace with you, 
or if you're considering hiring, give somebody a chance. If you've got somebody applying for uh, people, uh, somebody applying that has a disability, give them the chance. Um, what we know today is having people um, not only with disabilities from different walks of life, etc. We know that enriches the culture of the workplace and the company. Mm -hmm. And so, so I think step step number one is you know reach out, make a connection, or give somebody the the, the opportunity. I think that's it. I think number two is no amount of, of policies will solve every single problem. Uh, it's open dialogue uh, that, that will do that. I, I think that's uh, incredibly important. And then number three, I think um, I'd like people to, to think about um, this concept of, you know, because of the challenges that people with disabilities deal with, they have certain superpowers that I certainly have seen firsthand um, that make them an incredible asset for any team or any company, right? So it actually makes good business sense if you can get the right people with the right backgrounds, whether they're disabled or not, in the right slots. And um, I think, you know, what I've seen, um, you know, if I may share an example, um, there's uh, an IT leader that I've, I worked with for many years, and he's kind of the CIO of a, a very large pharmaceutical company. And he's just hired 30 people who are autistic Fantastic. to do testing on, on coding. Mm -hmm. And he's got a 50% performance improvement over people that are non-disabled. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's found a, a way of working right with with a certain segment of disability, where he's got a workplace where they've welcomed them into the fold, and they're getting great results Fantastic. out of that as well. Which you know must be wonderful for him, is wonderful for the company, is wonderful for those people that are involved, mm -hmm. and it's just a lovely story, right? So, so I think that's the that's an example in in the third um, sense of what people can do and feel good about. Absolutely. All amazing advice and, and something I hope that everybody can take away with them. So finally, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us today and to have this conversation. And um, I really appreciate you taking the time. Pleasure is very much mine. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Future of Work Conversations. For more information about the ADECA Group and the latest insights on the world of work, head to our website at www.theadecagroup.com. Did you like the episode? Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you have any questions or topics you would like us to explore, please email us at futureofwork at adecagroup.com. Don't worry, we don't spam. Until next time, thanks for listening.